Goals, 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 and goals, and more goals, loads of them. That has been the week of Heart of Midlothian. Goals, 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 goals. Welcome to the We Have No Cares podcast. I'm Nicole Hay. I am Robert Borthwick. Uh, no guest this week because we're sad and lonely and we don't want to give you too much of a good thing. Yep. Um, and what a week it's been with. Uh, with, we, we're uh, recording this just scant hours after our uh, fine, fine performance at Tyne Castle against Livingston. Yes, indeed. Uh, but before we get to that, there was a matter of uh, testing ourselves against slightly higher opposition than we'll uh, ever face in this diddy division that we <laughs> call the Championship. Yes. Um, on Wednesday, uh, well, you didn't, but I... I watched ma- on the TV. You watched on the TV. Well, we've got two different perspectives here. Yep, One, I got replays. Well, what? You didn't. Well, actually, I did because Celtic got massive tellies. Oh, so do I. Yeah, my, my, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Celtic. That that was the word. So I ventured into the belly of the beast in the uh, <laughs> the east end of Glasgow to watch uh, Hearts take on Celtic in the League Cup. Uh, me and not very many other Celtic fans at Aye. all. Yeah, uh, yeah cavernous it was which is weird because like before the game I was convinced like they'd be into it because surely this is like their best domestic fixture this season yeah I mean you'd think so but um, at the same time they've been fairly rotten this year so I can kind of see why they didn't show up and it, and it was on the TV so yeah yeah, yeah part timers yeah. yeah well you know they'll all be kicking themselves that they missed out on seeing the mag- majesty of Adam Eckersley in the flesh <laughs> Uh, that's harsh. That's harsh on the lad. But well, we'll, um, we'll we'll briefly round that up. There's, it was a weird game because I kind of feel like we gave it a go. We we certainly more than matched Celtic for the first half hour of the game. Yeah, played our own game as well. <laughs> took it to them. Blavin yeah. and Gomez dominating in the middle of the park. Uh, up until Scott Brown started doing his niggly little files every minute and never once picking up a booking. No, no, that's that's Scott Brown. <laughs> <laughs> he does what he does. Um, but it really felt like uh, Robbie I don't think Robbie really expected that we could win the game I think he expected that we could make a good account of ourselves and he kind of used it to be a bit more experimental with tactics and lineup. what do you think? Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that I mean, you know, we, we started with Sam Nicholson mm-hmm. basically as a fucking holding midfielder <laughs> like, he, was, he was playing so far back and then, you know, we had Dale Carrick as I don't think it was meant to be, but through necessity of their attacking almost like a sort of wing back, you know, tracking Izagiri and stuff like that. Well, I think I think that was on purpose. I think he's got a bit more sort of. Well, I think generally he's got a bit more running in than than Sam anyway. But Sam was obviously just sort of coming back from an injury as well. So yeah. I think they kind of. I think I think Robbie almost put um, Sam in at the number ten to protect him almost. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can I can see that. I can see that. I, I, you know. We we did we did well. We matched them for the first fifty minutes, you know, until the the two penalties in two minutes uh, fiasco. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we we did we did absolutely fine. Um, you know, I was speaking to Celtic fans and work and stuff like that, and they all said exactly the same. Is you know they probably won't play many better domestic teams at Celtic Park this year, is what they said. So. Yeah, one well, one of the uh, the Celtic supporters in my work was like 
one the first thing he said is that you're going to pish that league <laughs> uh, and then said like I've, I felt for like the first 20 minutes we were the away side which is uh, sort of like, I, I don't think they'll get that much in no. the SPL this season I mean considering they turned over Dundee United was it 6-1 5-1 something like that it was Let, uh, let's not go trying to speculate about scores that we don't know about we've, <laughs> we've, we've got into trouble with we, are, we, we have previous <laughs> yeah, yeah not our strong suit remembering things that happen in football games nope <laughs> Oh, great basis for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've really thought this through. Um, so yeah, there was. I, th- I don't even know if you can really be worried about it. The only thing that like, was slightly amiss in the game is that our, our defending was very erratic at times. Yeah. Um, partly, I think because Callum Patterson is still, still to this day, easing himself back into full fitness. Yeah. Uh, Celtic really managed to get behind our fullbacks. Quite regularly, quite easily, um, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Adam Eckersley, like I actually think had had a pretty good game all told. Was quite solid defensively, but he tried to get forward a bit more than he did in the game against Cowdenbeath, and I think Celtic managed to exploit that a little bit because he doesn't quite have McCarty's pace when it comes to recovering. Quality finisher though. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> He's got the deadliest tits in the game. <laughs> I think that the Balotelli is about that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so um, yeah, I don't really think we need to analyse it too much. Walker hit the bar. Osman so missed the penalty. A brammer, like really sort of weird lack of confidence and technique in the penalty, given how good he is normally at both those things. Yeah, it was utterly bizarre. Considering he's gone bottom corner in both his previous ones, he then thought he'd try and spank it into the east end of Glasgow and you know didn't he, really he also did it while ever looked, you know, leaning back so far it was just like almost like looking at the sky while he had the ball it was, aye. yeah it was it was basically an absolute shanner um, but no. you know and then they went down the other end and Alim Alim <laughs> <laughs> Alim be Aliming um, yeah no he absolutely um, he Alimed all over it aye he <laughs> He thunderfucked whoever it was in the back, and then that—that <laughs> that was ah, it was it was a stonewaller, you know. At first glimpse, I thought it looked maybe a wee bit harsh, but it it does. It goes right into the back of the guy, and you can't really have any complaints, to be honest. Yeah, he and looked utterly shocked by it, though. But yeah, well, he does. He does a great line in the what me me what when where I haven't even been playing. I've just come on, ref. I'm not even a footballer. I'm a I'm a bicycle. <laughs> I'm a I'm a sink. Yep. Um. And the referee, like, you know, one of these days it's going to work. You get you get one of like the sort of lower league refs that are maybe a little less street smart. They might say, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I've bothered you. <laughs> I do apologise. <laughs> Carry on being a sink." <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and then uh, obviously Anna Meckersley uh, caught in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong tits. <laughs> and uh, yeah, three 0 I think the the entire team just sort of went right. Well, this is over, and we just sort of jogged through the rest of the game. Yeah. Tried to see what it would be like if, uh, if El has paid, played off of Keatings, and the answer was not much when you're not really trying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. But you know, if only there was a game at the weekend where Sufyan could come in and play alongside So and maybe make an impact. Oh God, you know what? I think there was that again. Yeah, it absolutely happened. It happened just hours ago. Yes. Um, so we, we got over, I'm not going to even say disappointment of Celtic Park, I think it wasn't great, it wasn't bad, it was just, it was a useful exercise, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, well we played Livingston today and my God, Livingston wish we hadn't. Yes, indeed, we, we yep, yeah, no, we absolutely did them. 
Yeah, every which way. Indeed. Um, where to start? This was a, this was an action-packed game. Well, quite encouraging. This is um, well, this and the Celtic game. We kind of got over our bad habit of the early months of starting slowly. We uh, we went right at both Celtic and Livingston from the off. And yeah. Some of the football on display today was just glorious. It was it was quite fantastic. Um, the the move that obviously sticks out. Um, I don't know if this was before or after the first goal. I think it was before when it, was, it sort of came came through the midfield and so Blabin, Gomez, Wilson, McHattie ended up at Walker and uh, it was actually a good block from the from the defender there. But just the one touch stuff. I mean, they mm-hmm. didn't have a clue how to deal with it. And then the ball out wide from Prince was absolutely inch perfect, and it was oh, it was just just lovely. Prince lovely today to was quite spectacular. But was, um, like the was. way that started with Wilson as well, Wilson sort of showed attempt, like basic intent, basically on like our, our very first attack. He, like McCatty was pushed right high at the pitch, so Wilson was almost in the left back row, quite close to the touchline, had a forward in front of him blocking, so he just dropped the shoulder and shimmied round him. It was ridiculous he's, he's just he's, he's using this as the year of just skinning cunts he's just got thought yeah, actually do you know what I have played for Scotland I'm a very good footballer so look you you cunt there's altogether too much skin on you <laughs> I shall be taking that away right now yeah let's yeah. let's resolve this situation um uh, Osman So had a chance as well where he uh like he shot from a really weird angle, quite wide, but in the box. But like tried to place it in the bottom corner and came came oh so close. Yeah. Uh, but that was just uh, I think that was him just leading by example for El Hasni because well, uh, when I, his goal happened, he he placed it placed it like fuck. So he did. He did. He did. He did. I, I mean, one last wee point on Osman before we we talk about Sufyan's goal. It's for the first time in the Hearts jersey he had a point to prove. I think yeah. you know after mm-hmm. you know you could see I mean the look on his face. After he missed that penalty, it was I don't want to laugh at him, but it was quite a, a funny, almost sort of Chris Chrissy Willumo esque after his miss at Hamden. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it, it's, it, for the first time playing for Hearts, he had a point to prove, and he was kind of showing it. You know, he was running like fuck <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. He was chasing everything down, and he really, you know, he played he played very well today, did Osman. But you know, fuck him. We're not talking about him right now. Sufian, no, 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 the look on his face when he missed that penalty at Celtic. It's almost like nothing bad has ever happened to him before, <laughs> and he was just trying. Like he couldn't comprehend it. No, he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Aye. So that's that should be in the net. What's, <laughs> what? What the Dickens? Me? <laughs> what? Yeah, um, poor guy. But you know, he, he did. He, he came back um, today, and, and you know, he, he got his goals, and he was he was just quite fantastic. But like you said, first of all, uh, Sufian El Hasnui opened the the scoring on his first start for Hearts. Um, good work by Nicholson. Yep. Uh, on the left and feeding the ball in, we sort of knocked it about midfield quite nicely. And a right uh, El Hasri on the on the edge of the box with his back to goal and did a very very laboured turn around the uh, <laughs> the Livingston defender. But that didn't seem to matter at all. Because I, th- I, th- I think you're, you're you're doing a bit of an injustice there. I think it was a really good first touch um, that sort of sent the Levy player the wrong way essentially. And that gave him a, a bit more time to, 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 to think burly. about it. Yes, indeed. And it's, it's just a great finish. You know, he, he hit it exactly how he wanted to hit it. And the goalie, even from that angle, had no chance. And that tells you that it's, it's perfect placement. So, yeah, that's another striker who scored for us this season. <laughs> they, they just I think that's how every striker on the books has scored at least one now. Because Oliver got his goal against yeah, Denny right. as well. So. 
Goodness me, we'll have to start letting Alexander take some free kicks or something like that. <laughs> so we're going to be running out of goal scorers soon. Yes, uh, we did. We were saying like we'll we'll touch on it later when we talk about just how delighted Keatings was when when he got his goal. But um, it really does feel like at the moment that all the strikers are very very aware that if they're not playing well and not scoring, they will not get in the team because yeah. there's just so much rivalry and everyone's stepping up to the plate. And, um Fucking the plate. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, um, a magnificent placement by El Hasme against, uh, and again, the, the goalkeeper, Jameson, I thought was, was quite good today, except perhaps for uh, this next goal. Yeah, Walker's goal was a, uh, it was a bit of a weird one. I, I had probably one of the best angles in the stadium to see it, actually, sitting mm-hmm. in section G. I was right behind it. And, um, you know, a nice build-up play from uh, from Prince, um, sort of taking it past his man in the midfield and playing it to Walker. Walker did a walker and sort of strolled past the guy with relative ease. The guy got back in a good defensive position to stop the cross because, you know, you're not going to shoot from that angle. And he, mm-hmm. he didn't shoot from that angle. It was meant to be a cross. Took a bit of a... a a minor but telling flick off the, the defender's boot. A whiff. Yes, it whiffed into the net. Um, yeah, and the, the keeper was slightly wrong-footed. Maybe he could have had a bit of a stronger hand considering he did get there. Um, mm. But, you know, it's not, it's good to see another player getting kind of half, almost a wee bit on the score sheet, kind of. I can't tell you like the crushing disappointment I felt when Rob told me that it took a deflection on the way in because... I sit in section F and I was like like directly behind Walker, so I couldn't see the contact that it took off the Livingston player's boot when he when he shot. So to me it looked like he'd looked up, seen the keeper was leaving just a little bit too much space at his near post and decided to drill a low shot in the in the bottom corner. I thought, Oh, that's really clever, intelligent play. That's fantastic. What a great goal and then Rob's went, then nah, sh- mistake. I shot over it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's yeah, as I say, I don't think you can pin too much blame on the keeper um, because it did wrong foot him slightly when it hit off whoever the fuck was playing right back for Livingston. Kyle Jacobs? Jacobs, yeah. one of the Jacobs. There's one like of nine of them, so it was one of them. Yeah, yeah. The... KY Jacobs. Kyle, that's the one. <laughs> that's what uh, it says on his back. No, it is, it is. It's just... Yeah, you're right. I hadn't, it actually hadn't occurred to me that he's got KY voluntarily written <laughs> on his back. Yes. Maybe no. it's just another sponsor. Maybe they've all got it. I'll have to <laughs> look more closely at their shirts. Um, yeah, so that was uh, that was Walker. A, a little bit of a, a mistake from the goalkeeper were being harsh. Not nearly as big a mistake as uh, Burton O'Brien made for the third goal. The experienced campaigner. <laughs> the man. Mr Livingston. Yes, Mr Livingston, Burton O'Brien sort of dribbling it to nowhere across his own sort of uh, 18 yard line almost and then just you know a perfect through ball for Osman So um, who ran onto it and finished it with a plum I think if we're being charitable we would say that uh, Burton O'Brien was trying to pass back to the keeper and then just took like just sort of dug into the turf a bit and 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 Scott a bit. We're being uncharitable. He he meant every inch of it, and he's a fucking idiot. Well, he, he shouldn't. He should just stop playing professional football. He should have walked off the pitch right at that moment. What a dick! What an idiot! <laughs> but yeah, um, so but just rifled it in first touch. Like that's that's the sort of instinctive thing that I think that he needed to yeah. sort of build a bit of confidence. Yeah, back. And, and he did the sort of angry man celebration. You know, we could yeah. tell he was pretty pumped up, and um, you know, bit of luck maybe needed for him. You know, yeah. to get to get himself on the score sheet from open play again, which is um, which is definitely a bonus. It's good because even up to that point, though, he was very, very much involved in in all of our play. Obviously, him being our main striker and us attacking all the fucking time, it, 
It's not. It was always pointing that way. Yeah. yeah. But we were. It was interesting. It felt like you know we obviously we had like all this sort of passing play that has been a hallmark of this Hearts team. Uh, but we seem we we seem to be trying a little bit more directness as well. Uh, but with purpose, like a lot of sort of very direct balls uh, up the channels, like so cutting out to a sort of inside left position and using his magnificent chest to <laughs> caress the ball down to his feet or into the path of El Hasni and his bizarrely <laughs> massive shoulders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Using it, using it all. Definitely not his neck, though. Still doesn't have a neck. No, no, that is not playing any part in any part of his game. Absolutely not. Uh, we have actually, in all the excitement, we've uh, we've gone past one of the highlights of the first half. I mean, goes Ushtark. We we finally learned why he takes all those free kicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it, it was quite funny because we we had basically two free kicks straight after each other in the same position, exactly the same position. First one, we tried something a bit different, you know. We all got the fear when uh, took went to sort of <laughs> smash it again, but he, he didn't, and they played a sort of wee pass thing, came back to Nicholson, who was fouled from where the free kick was taken, and Ozturk uh, was obviously like, I, I don't want any of this fancy shit. I'm going <laughs> to absolutely melt this one and see what happens. I fucking hate that bit of the post in particular. <laughs> that bit of the post is a dickhead. <laughs> I'm going to show him who's boss. And he did. Yeah. It was it was actually it was different from all his other free kicks because he kind of tries to Drogba or Ronaldo style hit it usually, but he, he kind of it was it was quite quite a nicely taken one. This you yeah, know, it was a bit of movement on Dip, it, dipping curve. Yeah, it was um, it was it was a great free kick. Very unfortunate that uh, El Has didn't score on the rebound as well, but it came to him very quickly. Yeah, that ball was hit with the power of ten thousand exploding suns. So it, it did rebound off the post with like a mere eight thousand exploding suns. So yeah, still still difficult for Sufian to get his head around that. That's science. Yeah, yeah you cannot argue with science. Just try. Um, so on to the second half, uh, where more of the same. Basically, we yeah. like we actually. Possibly had more chances in the second half than we did in the first, where we scored three goals. Yeah, Jameson decided there was Lev Yashin and sort of uh, mm-hmm. made some some quality saves. I mean, um, Osman So at the near post, and then Keating's hitting it back across him. Keating's smashing one. It was fairly down the down the throat of the keeper, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, and every time he just stood up and went yet, yet, yet. I and. Um, I of course there was uh, there was Morgaro, uh, <laughs> um, like I said at the game, he's going to be gutted that that didn't go in there because we're going to be expecting him to do that in every single game now. Um, what, like hit the bar. Well, shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only time I'd ever seen him shoot before is when he scored an absolute thunderous effort against us for Dundee United. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Andy, who I sit next to, uh, was. Um, like just as we were sort of enjoying the the feast of football, so it's like oh, I wish Morgana would get forward a bit more because that that goal he scored for us against us for Dundee United, I was like, well, someone's got to stay back. We can't all attack. And then Morgana Why? went, no, nah, I think we can all attack. I <laughs> <laughs> at this time was took was probably in a centre forward position, just for the absolute sheer and utter fuck of it because he just does what he wants. He certainly does, and that that sort of brings us to the. The slightly less positive side of his game. He was, he was very clearly very very bored for a lot of this <laughs> game, and uh, he was he was boating the show all over the place. <laughs> like one one where it was all right. Like there was like just a long sort of hopeless ball from Livingston. There wasn't a Livingston striker within twenty yards with him, so he did like a no look header off the top of his head back to Alexander. Which even at the time I thought right. 
fine. It's a bit risky, but you can't really do that all the time. <laughs> and then he decided to do it when there was like three Seven. living players around <laughs> him and six running on. It was just like, no, <laughs> mate, no. <laughs> I know you want to, but just head it forward next time, all right? Do you reckon he has like ADHD or something? <laughs> Why did you see the one where like, uh, the ball sort of played back to him? He could have very easily like headed it to Patterson, but no, he played it with his shoulder instead. <laughs> just for, just for like, he's, he is actually you know in a team that's got you know Sam Nicholson, Billy King, Jamie Walker, Osmond. So you know the the, the quality midfielders and Gomez and Blabin. He's probably the most entertaining player we have. <laughs> he just he absolutely couldn't care less about anything. And I, I think he's one of these players who absolutely hates the fact that he's a centre half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he despises it. It showed up at a trial when he was like fourteen. Is like, ah, I'm a striker. I'm a striker. I was like, no, <laughs> not mate. You're no. You're not. <laughs> well, there was one point where he he collected the ball and he charged forward like. Easily like sixty yards, he was well into uh, the Livingston half, and he tried tried to play a ball, and it didn't go anywhere near the striker. <laughs> and they put it back, and Prince had dropped back to try and cover him at centre half, and completely misjudged the header, and it sailed over. Unfortunately, it came to nothing. But suddenly, it's like that's why Prince plays in midfield, and you play back there, Aleem. For goodness sake, I just hope that. Uh, you know, every video session we have for the next week is just an endless loop of that sequence, and Robbie just glaring at Aleem. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Nope. Mm. No. Nope. I'm not going to say anything. I just want you to think about it. I'm not angry. <laughs> just disappointed. Yeah. But you know, I, as I say, I, I, I kind of. It's not really cost us anything, to be honest with you. We've still got the best defensive record in the league. Yeah. We still only conceded what four goals all season in in the, in the league. Yeah. It's fine. He's getting away with it. You know, it is. It's just. It's just sheer greed. It's just looking for things. And it's like last week when I was. We were sitting there, there was guys behind me when we were 4-1 up going, oh, come on Hearts, it's about time we got another goal. <laughs> it's just like, what? Are you crazy? Like nine months ago we would have been, we'd have given our dicks for like four goals <laughs> over the space of three games. <laughs> Old guys getting absolutely seething at the fact we've only scored four. <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake, Nielsen! <laughs> this tactics are terrible. Get it up the park. <laughs> oh, and on that note, John McGlynn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John McGlynn. Oh, keep trying, John. Yeah. Keep trying. Just yeah. not at hearts. Don't ever come back. No. <laughs> Stay away. Uh, yeah. Oh, we've not even really covered the, the last two goals. Um, uh, James Keaton's goal was a uh, nicely worked move. Nicholson uh, breaking. No, King. King. King, because uh, Nicholson had gone off at this point. Yep. Billy King we don't even start Billy King. He's probably been our best player for the whole season, apart from Margaro Gomez and apart from Osmond Solon, apart from McCatty and apart from lots of people. But he's been very effective and very good. I th- I, I, I'm going to call it Anki has been our best player so far this year. Anki's had the most influence on us, but, you know. We've had lots of good players. We have. the upshot of that. It's great, isn't it? So, yeah, Billy King came on and... Uh, uh, Won the ball, the ball right. through, uh, yeah, yeah, won the ball in the wing, uh, put in a nice ball into Carrick, who laid it off for Keatings, who was standing in the right place at the right time, lashed at home, and wow, he he can really run about once he's got that monkey off his back. Lost every inch of his shit celebrating, yeah, uh, yeah he's, you know, he's threw been... that monkey to fuck, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, he murdered that monkey, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a decent finish, you know, one you'd expect anyone to score really, you know, pretty much put on the penalty spot for him. But again, absolutely vital for him given, like, you know, he, he obviously missed the penalty uh, against Falkirk, Falkirk yeah. and, um, like, well, 
the two chances he'd had this game, uh, one was a, a wonderful save by Jameson, and yeah. one was he really, really hit it right at him and really should have done better. He had loads and loads of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one, he really looked nervous when he was yeah. punting it, powder puffing it straight into uh, Jameson's tits. Yes. <laughs> I've said tits a lot in this podcast, you but do, I enjoy it. You do love your tits. And God, tits are, they are fantastic. Aren't they great? Oh. Um... <laughs> We've got a bit light, light, light oh, this week. Lad Bible tits. But yes, tits are fantastic. <laughs> uh, almost as fantastic as Hart's fifth goal. What a link. <laughs> Callum um, Patterson. Go, uh, no, you go ahead. You take this one. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was nice we sort of build up in the midfield between Patterson and Gomez. Uh, a wee give and go from Patterson. He actually um, completely messed up his first touch and let it go a bit too wide. Um, but that obviously worked in his favour. He wrapped his foot around the ball. What a cross in. Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal ball. So, it so had made a fantastic run in front of his marker as well. Yeah. Um, the, the former Hearts player, Craig Sivis. And uh, yeah, just a, a great wee finish. Um, delicate touch. All it needed, the ball had the pace on anyway and uh, diverted it into the bottom corner. And um, yeah, he, he high-fived the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, um, not one off the training ground, I think. But um, interesting, given that uh, Patterson's crossing since he came back from injury has been patchy at best. Maybe he should be off balance every time he tries it. Yeah, ah, yeah, he should miss his first touch way more often. <laughs> so that was uh, all the goals. Well, like just generally a, a wonderful afternoon. Yeah, I think uh, it was. It was. It was great. We've, we've hardly even touched on the fact that Danny Wilson was absolutely phenomenal today as well. That tackle Danny Wilson had oh, on the edge of the box. It sounded like the one o'clock gun going off. It was phenomenal. It was fucking great. <laughs> it was like a. a Huge two-footed lunge, but he was completely in control of it. And then, like both him and the striker had their foot in the ball, and it was coughing. Oh, come on! <laughs> but yeah, he was. Uh, I think actually, that tackle killed several dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> in the nearby postcodes. <laughs> I was kind of expecting to look up and just see like a flock of birds like flying away, <laughs> panicked. Um, but yeah, no, he did have a, a, a marvelous game. I, I think largely. Trying to keep uh, Aleem paying attention to what was happening around him, uh, but yeah, yeah, he was he was magnificent in defence, and like we say, he charged forwards and uh, just dead like embarrassed several Livingston forwards by dropping <laughs> his shoulder and going around them. I know it's it's he is a very good footballer though. You know yeah. he he plays he plays with the ball at his feet and stuff like that. He's he's been great all season, Wilson. I, I think you know the maybe the. The drop in in divisions probably helping his confidence a lot as well, but just in general, he looks a lot more comfortable. You know, maybe maybe he needed that year of having that extra responsibility of being captain mm-hmm. in a struggling team uh, to really help him come on. But he's he's been, he's been great. Yeah, he was fantastic. Uh, McHattie made all the difference down the left coming back. Um, one one shaky moment in the first half when he mm-hmm. he tried to sort of rush it out and lost it uh, completely to Mark Burchill. But thank fuck it was Mark Burchill. Yeah, yeah. Um, one shaky moment and uh, tons and tons of solid as fuck moments where yes. he just uh, was a was a rock and uh, charged forward and contributed a lot. Uh, Gomez was very solid again. His his usual. Uh, tempo setting game Wabin was phenomenal yeah. charging forward um, laying off lots of little tricks and flicks and shimmies in the centre of the pitch oh, I love a bit of Prince I do have a lot of time for, for Mr Wabin uh, and Sufjan you know it's the first time any of us really have had a good glimpse of what he can do and his, his first touch and his, his awareness his vision 
uh, you know, he, he even said, I think, in his, his first interview, he sort of said, well, you know, I'm more, you know, more towards creating chances than actually scoring them. Mm-hmm. And you can see that, you know, he, he played a couple of wee balls into Billy King uh, when he came on and stuff like that. And it, just general link-up play was very, very strong. Um, again, I still think there's probably more to come from him, which is which is even better. What I love about him, though, as well, is that he looks very languid. Like, just his kind of attitude and his physique, and he's not particularly fast. But then you sort of check yourself and realise, wait a minute, like, two seconds ago, he was, like, basically as deep as Gomez picking up the ball. And now he's with the forwards. How did he do that? Does, can he teleport? <laughs> That's the only explanation. But um, Fridgey said it last week, uh, one of his observations from the Dumbarton game, is that, that he, he, he covers a lot of grounds, and he certainly does. Like, his zone appears to be about 40 yards wide, and that's yeah. fantastic. Aye, it's, it's, it's great to see. And it's good to have that link between midfield mm. and attack, because, you know, obviously we've got Gomez and Boabin to link midfield and defence. Maybe sometimes, especially against Celtic on Wednesday, I thought uh, So was very, very isolated, for example. Yeah. And, you know, having someone like uh, like Sufyan is, is absolutely tremendous. It certainly is. Um... So Walker, Jamie Walker continued his good form actually. It'd be, it, it really does give Robbie something to think about for the next game because I would I would think we would all say that like the combination of uh, of King and Nicholson in the rings has been part of our great success so far, but yeah. you really can't drop Walker when he's in this form. Absolutely, yeah. I mean it's he got his goal against Cowden Beath, obviously, um which which helped him a lot, I think, you know, he, he really did need that. And then he came in today again. He was very lively, you know, um, doing doing that, that that thing that he does when he runs at defenders and terrifies them because he is very fast, very skillful, mm-hmm. and he can get a goal. So yeah, it's it's good to see him firing all cylinders again because it has been needed from him. Obviously, we'll see how training goes this week, but it might actually be interesting if it's um, actually Nicholson that gets dropped for the for the next game because uh, it still feels like he's kind of easing his way back in. I mean, you notice something that kind of suggests that he's he's not quite up to full speed. Yeah, I, I, I don't think... I don't think he is up to full speed. You know, it, it wasn't the usual Sam Nicholson. He, he did have a couple of nice wee runs and, you know, it, it was incredible that he got two players booked in the <laughs> in the space of one run forward. Um, but yeah, he does. He looks slightly reserved. Um, maybe, you know, a lot of the emphasis in the first half was attacking through Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of shows you that maybe the, the confidence of the team was more in Walker as well. So, But he was certainly looking to uh, pass a bit more and play a lot more sort of chip through balls and things like that rather than carrying the ball himself. Yeah, yeah, he was... I don't know if he'd been, you know, watching the Ryder Cup or something like that. <laughs> he was lofting everything and it, it just about worked um, a few times. You know, uh, Prince breaking forward and actually a very good a very good tackle from the defender in the end, but... He also put through so at one stage again, same sort of thing, trying to dink it over the the last line of defence. So I'd actually forgotten about that breakthrough for for Prince before. I was so convinced he was going to score. I was absolutely gutted when the defender actually took the ball off his toes. <laughs> Fuck you for doing your job, you defender bastard. <laughs> actually, and uh, well, that that takes on nicely to ex Jambo watch because there was plenty of them in the Livingston ah, ranks. It was, it was like a who's who <laughs> of sort of fairly average ex Hearts players. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Mark Burchill. Gamely worked on the wing. Yeah, and he he really should have scored as well when he was put through on goal. Really should have scored. But yeah, you know, he's he's what, like fifty years old now, something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, he still looks exactly how he looked like when he played for us. <laughs> um and uh, actually I, I quite liked Virtual when he played for us to be honest with you. Him and him and Lee Miller was a decent partnership before the, the Romanoff 
he, shenanigans he worked off. his tits off. You did. Yeah. That's another mention for tits. Thank Yay. you, Mark Birchall, for making it possible. Yep. Uh, Craig Sivers was decent. I mean, you can't really laud too much praise on a centre half that shipped five goals, <laughs> but you know he was he was solid and he's strong. But he wears number two and he's a centre half. So nope, nope, not not allowing it, Craig. Okay, never again, Craig. Um, and yeah, um, the the. the <laughs> The man who's aged worse than anyone on earth, <laughs> Gary Glenn, who's only 24. He's 24. 24 years old. He fucking looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> He's, he just looks absolutely awful. I mean, you can say somebody's had a tough paper round. I think he's had three tough paper rounds simultaneously. <laughs> possibly through Chernobyl. I don't know. It's, yeah, and uh, He's not looking good. No, and he's not playing very well either. Because no. he's just very Gary Glenn. He just he just did what Gary Glenn does, where whereby you know he, he can take the ball on the feet, uh, back to goal, and when he's facing goal or in front of goal, he is yeah. atrocious. Um, he's like sixty percent of a good footballer. Well, it's been kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's split it down the middle and say fifty-fifty. <laughs> well, I'm I'm giving the extra ten percent just for that goal against Hibs. Two goals against Hibs. I'm just talking about that one. Which one? <laughs> I'll leave you to decide. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was Livingston. That's a... can we mention John McLean again? Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh just... god! Just have stand... there was just that moment when the the ball was sort of like arcing out and uh, uh, Robbie sort of killed it with his best first touch he's ever displayed at Castle. <laughs> and it just looked magnificent, suited and booted, like easy touch, totally in control. And then you sort of like look a little bit over to the right, and there's McGlynn just. Looking like he's lost and pissed himself. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's allegedly still, he still persists persist with wearing that fucking cap, <laughs> the same one that he's always had. It's probably like a Gola or an Aless. <laughs> well, you know, if he let the sun get in his eyes, how would he possibly be able to make all the tiny tactical changes that he uses to control the game? <laughs> so, ah, oh, John McGlynn. Oh. So, at time of recording, that leaves us six points clear at the top of the championship. And Jesus Christ, John uh, McGlynn, man, fucking hell! <laughs> with the uh, Rangers and Hibs to play tomorrow, um, so I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm looking for Hibs to win that one nil, just to give them a little bit of hope, so that they don't make any changes that might actually help them. Yes, and uh, I think three or four injuries on both sides. Twelve red cards. Would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, that would actually see the game abandoned. You can have eight red cards. You can eight, have eight. Eight red cards, yep. Um, remaining players injured would be fantastic. Yeah. But you know, I, uh, anything but a Rangers win would be nice, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be happy with that, I'd, even if it was just a draw. I'd be fine. I just I don't feel comfortable rooting for Hibs. Or I haven't done in the past, but now they're so fucking risible, I don't really care. <laughs> Oh, they're, just, they're just a little cuddly toy now. They're like a pet. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, you, you do what you want. No, crazy like, kids. No, I like I say, I want when I just want them to have that that little ray of false hope. Yes, that they always seem to give themselves before yeah. the most catastrophic falls. Yeah, yeah, like that little ray of hope before the uh, I don't know who they got left to play. That's rubbish. I don't know, they can travel to... Well, they've already played... This is the point about Hib season. They've already played Alloa Cout and Beath and Dunbar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they've already played all Fucking the bad teams. Imagine, imagine... Oh, imagine being a Hibs fan. Oh, it does not bear thinking it's about it. It's almost as bad as imagine being John McGlynn. 
Oh god, can you imagine if John McGlynn became the manager of Hibs? Oh my. Whew. If there was a dream I could have about football, that would be involved. That would be in there. John McGlynn, Hibernian manager. Rod Petrie, if you're listening to this. <laughs> well, Petrie, this is a magnificent idea. This is really what you need to get out of your... He understands the Hibernian way. Yep. <laughs> he, is, he is the Hibernian way. Just a massive fucking failure. Well, as much as we would uh, like to leave you just on that glorious, glorious image of uh, John McGlynn, Hibs manager, <laughs> uh, there is just a little bit more admin to do. Yep. It's the songs of the week. It's song time. Uh, I think we would agree that the real, actual, definite man of the match this week was Prince. Yes, I think so, yeah. But he's he's already had a song, so... Um, stop being so fucking greedy, Prince. Yeah, stop being so good, prick. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> I don't stop. mean that, Prince. I, I don't... I, I, no. I really like you, Prince. Maybe towards the end of the season, once we've everyone else has had a song, we might try and come up with some more songs say, for we you. We didn't really think this through. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to go through all the coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> We'll ha- I'm sure we can have more than one idea a year. Yeah, uh, definitely. 100%. So we've decided that second best from the game was Danny Wilson, who... The skipper. Yep, just led by example, was it rock... Well, we've, we've been through why Danny was so magnificent in the game, but mostly it is really because of that tackle that just... Kind <laughs> of, that just... Oh, it, it woke something in me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, a song for Danny Wilson. We, you are Captain Danny Wilson. Oh-oh, and he's wearing number four. He don't care about the Rangers or the Hyvies. He don't care about that. Da-ding, da-ding, <laughs> He don't care about that. ding 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 Ooh, wee, ooh. he's just like Buddy Holly, I like it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Weezer for you there. Not, I don't think there's many football chants to Weezer tunes. But... I doubt it. <laughs> there should be, though. Great band. That one, for example. Yep, there's one. <laughs> yes, well, now it's my turn. It is. I will make an admission here. <laughs> Haven't really thought this through. <laughs> Danny Wilson, he took the armband in his stride. He's Wilson, Danny Wilson. <laughs> Danny Wilson, the Rangers died, the heart survived. He's Wilson, Danny Wilson, he wins the ball. Oh, uh, oh, uh, he's fairly tall. Oh, uh, oh, uh, it's Danny Wilson. Dan, 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 dan. That's incredible. Well done. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's fucking great. That's pretty much off the top of my head. As you can tell by the he's fairly tall wing. <laughs> I, I, no, I enjoy that. I think that might be my favourite part. I, I, I'd love that. He's, he's fairly tall. He's not that tall. Nice. No, he's not the tallest. <laughs> he's tall enough. Yep, yeah, 6'2. Let's see. Um, just just for like how quickly that came up, I'm tempted to give you the win. Thanks, man. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not discuss it any further. Thanks. Uh, oh. Thanks for giving me that victory. Oh, okay, well, on that bombshell. Um, <laughs> right, so uh, as you may have noticed, you may well be listening to us right now, but I actually did some work over this weekend and I've put all the podcasts on YouTube. Yay. And I've also created a Tumblr for us, so we've basically got a nice, handy, central website that looks quite nice where you can go and find all the links to all the episodes, and it should be fairly easy for everyone to use. We are all over the internet. Um, so if you want to go and visit that, it's at wehavenocares.tumblr.com, um, and you can search YouTube for We Have No Cares, or you can just keep subscribing on iTunes or through RSS, or just, just do what you like. Yeah, tell your friends. 
tell, tell all your friends, apart from that guy. You know the one, he's a bit of a prick. Oh, he's a fucking... Just, yeah, listen to us, uh, tweet at us. Yeah. We're on Twitter. Tweet all over us. I'm uh, at RF Borthwick. I'm at Nickel Hay. Um, but we should be back next week. We will be, yeah. Uh, We're both going to Queen of the South away. Which I'm really looking forward to. I think this might be the best away trip of the season. It's the only real away trip, to be honest with you. The rest of them are all sort of within touching distance, which is annoying. Yeah, this is a, this is going to be an epic. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Steve Crawford. Stevie Crawford. Hey, baby! Amaruso, that's a run, it's a dive!